All right, then. <laughs> Screwed it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, October 30th, 2020. This is the Average Experts Podcast Movie Edition. Uh, I have with me today again, Sean. Hey. <laughs> and I am Carlos, your nominal host. And today we have watched Shutter Island with Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Ruffalo and Max von Sydow. Ben Kingsley. And Sir Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Um, and I also had just recently listened to the audiobook for Shutter Island. So I got a great comparison. And Rorschach. Can't forget Rorschach. Oh, Rorschach is yeah. in it. That's right. Very small part, but still in it. <laughs> Uh, so, quick synopsis. Uh, the implausible escape of a brilliant murderess brings U.S. Marshal Teddy Daniels, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and his new partner Mark Ruffalo to Ashcliffe Hospital. A fortress-like insane asylum located on a remote windswept island. The woman appears to have vanished from a locked room and there are hints of terrible deeds committed within the hospital walls. As the investigation deepens, Teddy realizes he will have to confront his own dark fears if he hopes to make it off the island alive. So that synopsis. I mean, there's so much more, of course. Obviously, but that's what we're go- we're gonna go into. So uh, first things first, I, I want to say that they did a really good job of following the book. There were a couple major scenes that didn't take place, but having been left out, did not detract from the movie. Sure, yeah. You know, uh, and I'll just quickly mention the scenes. One of the scenes is a flashback where Teddy meets Dolores. Okay. Uh, coming from the war. Right. Possibly yes. during the yes. war. And, uh, you know, he, he falls in love with mm-hmm. her almost instantly. Um, and the other scene is him going and blowing up Dr. Colley's car in order to draw men away from the ferry, which has arrived on the island. And right. he swims out into the water. Right. And it doesn't work. They're not distracted enough. He has to swim back. Right. And then it goes to the lighthouse scene. But instead, they blew up the car and went straight to the lighthouse scene, which was fine. I'm sure time constraints wasn't absolutely necessary that he swim out to the ferry. There is another scene that I thought was kind of interesting in that, um, and this is in the book and was not in the movie, where he is talking with one of the orderlies, confronting him, saying, I can't believe you don't remember... um, Oh, that is another scene that's missing shit. Uh, I can't believe you don't remember my part partner, Chuck. You played poker with him because there's a scene where they play poker and there's all about tells and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, the orderly kind of admits obliquely that this is all a setup right. and he needs to get off the island and he gives him an alternate way because apparently there's a fishing trawler that comes three days after the ferry that never docks but drop supplies and if he wants to escape he needs to get on because he'll never get on the ferry right. he needs to go for the fishing trawler that scene never develops in the movie things come to a head far before that um, but it always kind of threw me in the book it's like well this guy is kind of on the um, the side of yeah this is all a game they're trying to fuck with you they are evil right? but it's not it, when they took it out of the movie it made it much more solidly in the corner of you know, and we'll get to it that, you know, Teddy's having other issues. Uh, also, another scene that threw me in the book, which was in the movie, was the cave scene mm-hmm. with Rachel Solando. Mm-hmm. Complete hallucination? Don't know. So that's what I love about it so much, though, is it does leave a little bit of an opening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is so and, cool. And the book, it did that, too. Yeah. It did that, too. Um, you know, the only drawback, I, I guess I could say, to listening to the book and then watching the movie is 
the context if I had, I had watched the movie a long time ago never pay, didn't really pay probably literally paid attention to five to ten minutes of it while doing something else so right. I, I really every scene was really new to me it was hardly anything in there I recognized yes yeah. But having read the book and knowing what's going on or possibly going on, right. you see all these glances yes. and looks at people yep. and furtive things. And you can just, it's really interesting. I mean, it's kind of like watching um, Sixth Sense mm -hmm. and then watching it again later. You're like, well, now it totally fucking makes or, sense. Or Book of Eli. Or Book of Eli. Yeah. Exactly. Just one of those no, movies. You, I get that. Watching, because I've, I've watched this a few times, you know, quite yeah. a few times. And yeah. yeah, you watch it again and you see all those little hints. Yeah. and yeah. yeah. You're just like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it, it all, I'm a little, it, it's a, I'm a little bummed that I didn't just see the movie, mm -hmm. but I'm glad for the book comparison. Mm -hmm. So anyway. And well, and it's a killer book. <laughs> it is. It was a really yeah. good book. It yeah. was great. I mean, yeah. it was, it, and they did some of the scenes really, I mean, they were almost word for word. Mm hmm the the scene where he first confronts Rachel in the room after they found her okay yeah you know where she calls him Jim right perfect they almost just like it the speech that the other Rachel Solando gives him in the cave mm -hmm. perfect mm -hmm. just just like the book um, they hit a lot of the high points the important points mm -hmm. they left out some stuff but it wasn't essential they did really good with cutting out what they could cut out without sure. detracting from the spirit of the books so, well I was really impressed with that so I'm I'm glad that I I got to read the book. I think it would have been I don't know if it would have been better because I remember uh, when I first saw it there was um, there was uh, something that I had heard or read saying oh you don't really know if he's crazy or not mm -hmm. but to me even if I hadn't read the book I feel like I would clearly think that yes Teddy is crazy okay I, I, I wouldn't get that sense of like is he or isn't he? Sometimes when they do that in movies, like, is this a dream? Is it not a dream? Um, but yeah, great tra I mean, tragic story. Great acting by Leonardo. Everything all right? Yep. Okay. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a period piece because it takes place in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. um, 54. 54. Yep. Exactly. Um so you know, so so here's 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 let's 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 run through it real mm -hmm. quick. Teddy is a U.S. marshal. Yes, he's come to the Shutter Island, which is a insane asylum for the criminally insane. He's come with his partner Chuck All. Mm -hmm. They never mentioned that in the movie, but his name is Chuck Chuck All Chuck Gull. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, they come in there investigating the disappearance of a woman, a patient there, and she's it's a locked room mystery, and they can't figure it out. And um, the the there's a little bit of a sinister air about the place. Obviously, it's a mental institution, and the doctors, you know, they're classic. Could be they could be sinister. There's questions that are not answerable right away. They're being blocked uh, from getting some information. Well, the prisoners are the worst of the worst. The prisoners are the most patients. The patients, <laughs> the, the, right? They they have they have actually separated them into men, women, and severely violent. Right. They have their own little cage over there right. they're in a fortress and you know as the movie moves along um teddy begins to experience some flashbacks mm -hmm. um he was a soldier in world war ii mm -hmm. and he was at dachau when it was freed saw some some really bad stuff there and um he you know he meet he meets his wife dolores at some point they don't really show it in the movie but and and uh, they show um the flashback with dolores dying from fire in the apartment. Right. 
um, you learn that Teddy has come to the island to find a man named Andrew Latis, who supposedly was the one who set the fire that killed his wife in the apartment. So he has an ulterior motive for being there, not just to find this woman, but to um, find out if this guy is there and bring him to justice. Not necessarily kill him, but bring him to justice. Right. Do something about it. So he's there, and things start to seem sinister. Where is um, the 67th patient? A note left by Rachel. Right. Um, why Why is everyone dodging any questions I have? Why yeah. is this doctor off the island when we're supposed to be in lockdown? Right. What is the lighthouse? All these little things yeah. start to come to a head. Teddy starts to have some physical reactions. Migraines, um, you know, and... Uh, he, he's really confused about what's going hallucinations. on. Hallucinations. Hallucinations. Yeah. Flashbacks combined with hallucinations. Yeah. Uh, lots of things are triggering him. He doesn't know why. We don't know why. Right. So it, it does. It begins to seem very sinister. There is something going on underneath that is not being explained or addressed. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's just kind of avoiding it, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a hurricane hits the island, which disrupts some things. I, there's there's so many little details where you're just like, oh my god, this is crazy. What the fuck's going on? They constantly throw that at you throughout the whole movie right. to keep you on the edge of your seat and thinking that, yes, there is something going on. There's some greater conspiracy going on here. Right. And they do it really well. It's built extremely well. They don't hit you over the head with it. It's pretty subtle. A lot of stuff. Um you know, if you watch the movie twice, you'll catch, like we were talking about, mm -hmm. you'll catch so many glances and small, just small nods to, like, the communication going on between everyone in the movie. And Teddy is, he's like a man inside a fishbowl watching the entire world around him, but he has no sound. Right. It's like, what the hell's yeah. going on? I mean, this looks weird and sinister, but I can't tell what's really going on because I'm not getting enough information. Mm -hmm. And everything seems to be blocking the information like like it would if you were in a glass bowl. And it is, it's just a well-built plot book. And they, like I said, they do it justice with the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they follow the book really well, which made the movie really good. Mm -hmm. If you watch it for your very first time, Obviously, I wouldn't do it after listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, if you've watched it, and and before you've listened to this podcast, you understand uh, what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, because you could go back and watch it, and oh man, it is much different. Mm -hmm. Mu just like watching The Sixth Sense mm -hmm. again, or watching Book of Eli. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So brilliant stuff. Mm -hmm. Brilliant stuff. Um, every little character is important. Um, yes. Yeah. Pretty. Um. Like. Um. Every Dr. little Colley, detail is yeah. important. The warden. Yeah. The, the conversation with the warden was a little bit longer, and he was literally threat in the book. He was literally, "You're never getting off this island. Right. You can't be released. There's no way we're letting you go." And all these things can be taken in a super sinister way. Mm -hmm. But the big reveal at the end, the lighthouse scene is great. Mm -hmm. Where so essentially, Doctor Colley eventually. Teddy braces Dr. Colley in the lighthouse, at the top of the lighthouse, where supposedly the evil experiments are going on. Exactly. And Dr. Colley reveals that Teddy is Andrew Latis, 
who, oh, we forgot to mention that Rachel is a woman who's been committed to the asylum because she killed her three children. Right. Right? And Teddy is uh, confronted by Dr. Colley and revealed that he is actually Andrew Latis, who was a marshal, mm -hmm. who was in the war and did free the prisoners at Dachau. Mm -hmm. But one day he came home and his wife... Well, and his name, Teddy Daniels, is, is, a, is, is a, an anagram, anagram of Andrew Latis. Yeah. And his wife's name was Dolores and her maiden name was Chanel. And um, it's an anagram for Rachel Solando, the missing woman. Right. Who killed her kids, which it turns out that Dolores killed their kids, uh, uh, Andrew's or Teddy. Right. And Dolores' kids. And then he ended up killing her, which drove him insane, which got him committed. And he has been in the facility for two years right. under the care of Dr. Colley. And one of the better reveals was that Chuck, his partner, was actually his doctor. Right. His psychiatrist. His, psychiatrist, his yeah. primary psychiatrist who had been posing. And it's all a big role playing game. Right to try to jar him out of his delusional fantasy, which was extremely intricate. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing the way he kept throwing up things to explain away the insanities that right. were happening. Right. You know, oh, this is because of that, you know. And the reason he was shaking was because they had slipped him drugs in his coffee and his pills. Right. I mean, he created the second Rachel Solando that he found in the cave to explain away all these things, a lot of things that were happening to right. him and, and to confirm his sinister, his suspicions of the sinister activity that mm -hmm. was going on, which was just fucking brilliant. Like right. if I was insane, I'd want to be that smart and be insane. Well, and that's one of the things they said that he was, he was extremely smart, extremely mm -hmm. well-trained. Yep. But <laughs> right, right, right. And it's a bad combination yeah. with, with when you lose your sanity. If right. you were before you were well-trained, smart. And so in the book, they cover. So this is this was an interesting thing uh, when uh, in the movie, when Dr. Colley shows him the anagrams of the names mm -hmm. in the book, he actually figured it out from a. So the remember the note he found mm -hmm. in the Rachel's room. Mm -hmm. The note is much longer okay, and gives you yeah. more clues. Okay. And he being a code breaker in military intelligence yeah. you know before he went insane he actually figured out the whole thing about the the number of letters in the name they both have 13 Andrew Latis and you know Edward Daniels he didn't figure out that one well he kept figuring out um 13 letters and he uh was able to it was a, a simple cipher where um this number like the number 13 or the number one meant letter a okay Right, and so he got all these, and there was another scene in the book where he, he finds like these mounds of rocks and, and counts the rocks, and they turn out to be kind of a code right. to give him certain letters, and you know he he finds and he he descrambles the letters and he the name Andrew Latis right. is one of them, and the other one is Rachel Solando, mm -hmm. but he never makes the connection that those are just anagrams for Teddy for Edward he and Daniels his wife right. and Dolores Chanel, right. which is brilliant, right. brilliant. I mean, they didn't force it too hard in the book, and it was very cool the way that it, that he broke the codes. But there was another code that he found later on um, that they didn't show in the, the movie. And it's only nine letters, and it's he finds out it's three words, nine letters. Um, and when he finally unscrambles it, after he's confronted by Dr. Colley mm -hmm. in the lighthouse, uh, the, the three words are, you are him. Okay. Which yeah. was great. 
Mm-hmm. Really good. It, an impactful moment. Maybe they couldn't figure... They couldn't do the whole code-breaking thing. Right. They just kind of skipped it. They just said, we'll just do this at the end. Still, in the book, it was great. Mm-hmm. It, it would have been a good scene in there, but so it might have made the movie a bit longer. Did, did you see it coming in the book? Or did you think it was all one big sinister no. thing? No, I couldn't tell. Okay. I couldn't tell. Okay. Not until the end at the lighthouse. Okay, per- that's it perfect. it made a lot of sense yep. once he explained to him what was going on. Mm-hmm. But even then, you were like... But. Okay, but maybe not. <laughs> but, yeah. But at the end, I was convinced that Teddy was, I'm sorry, Andrew, who was Ted, Teddy, who was Andrew, was insane. Mm-hmm. It had happened. It made more sense than this ridiculous conspiracy theory. Right. You know, because conspiracy so theories. The big thing that threw me off, you know, as far as like maybe he actually wasn't crazy. Yeah. Was the the last thing he says at the end, which is which he didn't do before. Right. So, I I and I was gonna because if he's stuck in a loop, I was just gonna say something about that. So here's the thing. He says it's better. Is it better to live as a monster, or die as a hero, or die as a good man? Yeah. Die as a good man. Thank yep. you. Die as a good man. So my interpretation. So of which that, would be worse, to live as a monster or to die as a good man? Okay. Thank you. So I my interpretation of that is that in Andrew's mind, he realizes that he's a monster mm-hmm. and that he is Andrew. But his psychosis says, no, be Teddy, die as Teddy, mm-hmm. because Teddy is a good man. So he's kind of making a conscious, subconscious choice to go with the insanity become lobotomized so that his last thoughts are as a good man. Okay. That was my takeaway right. from it. Yeah, again, the biggest thing for me was that I if, could see how if he's stuck in the loop. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I mean, that's not part of the loop. What's not know, part of the loop? That that line. That's not part of his loop. Why would why all of a sudden would be he be investigating and then flip a switch like that and all of a sudden, you know, oh, they're going to go, you know, yeah. Prod my brain or whatever or whatever like even just even if he didn't know that just that line alone is a break in the cycle right and i think that's why and i think but i think that also reinforces my theory where yes this is the break but this this break he's kind of giving up he's kind of saying screw it i'd rather not live as myself Mm -hmm. who is a monster and die as this figment of my imagination that i've created who is a good man. Right. Well, that's, yeah, that's assuming that he's aware that, that, so that would be the crazy side of it. Right. right. It's a subconscious thing that's right. kind of pushed his way to the forefront. It's, it's weird. He has to be almost like sane and crazy right. at the same time. Yeah. It's just real. it's really cool. No, it's good. It's really cool. It is very cool. It's a great psychological thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Much better uh, when you read it once. Scorsese. Yeah, well, he's brilliant, yeah. so whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it, much better, obviously. It's going to have the most impact if you read it first and find out or watch the movie first and find out. But it is just, excuse me, as enjoy- the book would not be enjoyable a second. I mean, it would be, but it's it, does, it just doesn't have the same impact. The movie, however, is can be enjoyed again because mm-hmm. of what you know. Yeah. And seeing totally. all the little things happening that 
seem obvious to you now, mm-hmm. but only because you know. Because the little looks. Yeah, and the, the yep. little looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, uh, when the Kearns woman was yep. trying to tell her story, getting super nervous because she's trying to follow the script. Yeah. And she keep and and she's talking about Doctor Sheehan, who's sitting right there, and right. she's like looking over there, and mm-hmm. he like, oh, okay, I need to get up and go. Yeah. You know, it, just all those yep. little things, just very cool. It's good just stuff. Very cool. Having known it. Having seen it one, or read it once or seen it once, however you do it, and then watching it watching it again. Mm-hmm. So book once could still be enjoyable, mm-hmm. but I don't think have the same impact. Movie, great one time, and great for a different reason the second time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is really cool. You don't get that with a lot of movies. It was not a lot of mystery thrillers. Not a lot of mystery thrillers. Right, because either. you know the end, and you're like, ah, great. Again, like, Book uh, of uh, Eli. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. again, mm-hmm. that kind of because Eli was great. When you find, when you figure out that one, you're just yeah. like, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, and, yeah, and uh, just like this was, like you can see how well it really is done because they're able to, the this they're so subtle mm-hmm. that watching it the first time, not knowing, you wouldn't catch it. It's like, you know, yeah, whatever. But it you watch sinister. it, exactly. It seems sinister. you watch it again, you see all the different little things, and you, you know, knowing, and yeah. it's a completely different thing. It is, yeah. Which I think he was going for. Yeah. I mean, he wanted people to watch this movie twice and go, holy shit. Yeah. I see it now. Mm-hmm. I see. Because mm-hmm. these, are, these are little things you you might glance away from for a second from the movie and be just like, well, okay. You know, this just seems fucking weirder and weirder and weirder. <laughs> right, right. You know? And, and, then, and then upon watching it the second time, you are glued to the screen and going, okay. Mm-hmm. I see it now. Yeah. I see it. It makes so much sense. But also the great thing is that they do make it so there's a little bit of doubt. There's a small kernel of doubt, mm-hmm. you know, in the movie. Even at the very end, both yep. on both on both yep. sides, movie and book, yep. all the way up till the end. Really? Mm-hmm. Is he really crazy? Mm-hmm. I seem. I. It's been a long time since I read the book. Yeah. But I seemed to have. I seem to have remembered the book, leaning more towards he's not. I didn't get that. From okay, it. Right. I didn't get that from it. I felt it was pretty heavily weighted. Uh, I'm trying to remember the very end. At the very end, um, it's it is different from the movie. Yeah, it is different. Um, he becomes Teddy at the end. Okay, he becomes Teddy at the end, and he's starting the investigation. It, it's basically the um, we got to get off this island, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. starts there. Okay, and. But they, you know, you don't get the look from Doctor Sheehan to right. Doctor Colley with the yeah, yeah. with the no head nod, and so it, it, it's 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 a different kind of subtlety. Right. I, right. I forget the exact. Mm, I, this is the this is the problem with listening to audiobooks. I don't retain it as well as when I read. Of course, it. of course. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, it, it, it could be a multiple multitude of things. Yeah. You zone out while listening to it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm just better with reading. Yeah. It's just I. So I, I, I like audiobooks, but. So what about performances? Uh, uh, DiCaprio in the beginning, I felt was chewing the scenery a little, but then at least it was a bit rough. He was consistent, but, but he was consistent throughout and because he, he was breaking down. Yeah, exactly. Breaking down, but yes, but it, but it was jarring initially. It was. Yes. Okay. So, and I wanted to mention this, um, the music in the first five minutes, boom, boom, but I'm like, Okay, you're going a little far here. We're like five minutes into the movie, yeah. and it feels like the killer's going to jump yes. out and stab you in the yes. face. I'm like, what the hell is this? Then it cuts off, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of normal. Yeah. There's no... 
big it's stings immediately. Very dramatic. It's in the very beginning. dramatic in the yes, beginning. As you like, were getting to the island. Yep. Wow, that's appropriate. <laughs> as you are getting to the island, it yeah, it's like what the hell? <laughs> You're expecting something huge. Yeah. And but then it just cuts yeah. off. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And and, and it's great. Uh the, the cinematography on the very first shot coming mm-hmm. out of the fog. Yeah. You're coming out of the fog. Yes. That's what he's doing. He's literally coming out. He doesn't know what the hell's gone on before that. Right. You know? Yep. It it just well done. Mm-hmm. Well done through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of great little moments that were in the book, that were in the movie. Some that were missing, but it didn't detract too much from it. Yep. If he had had another half an hour, he probably could have done all the scenes. Maybe. Easily. Yep. But. I mean, it was already, what? Two hours. Just over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, would, it would have been a two and a half hour movie yeah. with just the little scenes. Yeah. But yeah, Ben Kingsley, great as always. Yeah. Um, I would I I would actually say I think Ruffalo was the weakest, but not but not but not weak by any means. No, but I think that his character lent to that. I think because but, he's supposed to be kind of just sitting back and taking but, care of him. Well, it was in, it was intentional also because he's not an actor. No, he's no. pretending to be he's somebody he's not. So right. it was. Like so, the in, fumble with the yeah. gun. Oh yeah, that, in the yeah. book, in the book, that's very significant. Yeah, because why is a marshal fumbling? With well, his... in the movie, it was also. Yes, it was. You know, he's a, looking at him like, there was, what the hell? So, so they 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 made this point in the book of him saying, "How can a marshal be so clumsy?" And in other ways, not just with the gun. There was yeah. another scene where he was clumsy with his hands, and mm-hmm. it's like, this is not. You know, and his hands were smooth. They right. weren't calloused right. like a marshal's would be. I mean, it kind of made a big deal about it. Yeah. So, but yes, they did the best they could with the gun fumbling mm-hmm. scene. That was that was perfect. Yeah. It, it conveyed the idea that they needed to convey. Like, is he? Who well, yeah. Well, even DiCaprio's face is just like, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Like, what's your deal, bro? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you never touch a gun. Like seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, uh, yeah and it, it, very important. But some things, little subtle things like that. Are way more obvious on the second go around. Oh, of course. Because in the first one, you just think, eh, all right, well, maybe he's cold, or or, or um, yeah, or newbie. Yeah, or right? newbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, he's a new guy. You yeah. Know? So this is a new partner, new yep. guy, whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's I. I love this movie. Actually, in the book and the book, I did not get that he was Sheehan until about three quarters of the way, almost just that's before perfect. the lighthouse scene. That's perfect. Yeah, no, that's how yeah. it's supposed to be. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck happened to Chuck? Exactly. What the fuck happened to Chuck? And it was great the way they did him seeing the body down on the rocks mm-hmm. and then getting down there, and it's just a weird-shaped rock. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, what's going on here? Yep. Were the rats hallucination? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't actually I don't, really I don't even understand the purpose of that at all. There's a great significance <laughs> to it. It happened in the book, but I don't think it was a yeah. great significance to it. There's a lot of imagery in it, yeah. in the, especially in the book. But some of it might not translate as well into film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But good times. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, times. It's great. Yeah, so like on our scale of uh, our rating scale, it's a high yay for me. High. It's a big yay. I'm going to say yay for sure. Yeah. A, a really good movie. It. It was. I'm glad that I got to watch it again, because I I missed out on it the first time. Mm-hmm. It'd been really interesting to see it and then read the book. Doing the reverse oh, I see. Order. Yeah, doing the reverse order. Yeah, it would have been very interesting. So um, it is rated R. Um, there is male nudity. Um, yeah, what's with four? 
completely violently insane inmates in the same cell. Right. That seems yeah. that seems like a not a good formula. <laughs> and naked. <laughs> and naked. Um, I'm not sure where that was going. Yeah, not 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 really a violent movie. I mean, there's one scene that's a a little bit, a, a few scenes that are a little graphic. Per Nothing. Se. Not by today's standards. No, 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 no. But I, yeah. But again, rated R, male nudity, graphic. Barely content. any cussing. I. Yeah, was there any? Rachel said fuck. Oh, okay. At right. one point. Okay. That, that might have been the only one. Yeah. Yeah, very, I was surprised. Very, mm-hmm. very light on the language. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you consider smoking, drug use. Nah. A lot of smoking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of aspirin taking. Sometimes, <laughs> a couple times, a lot of aspirin taking. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. yeah. No, but fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Shutter Island. Watch it if you can. Totally. Uh, I hope you've watched it already. Otherwise, <laughs> we just fucking completely ruined it. And we're not sorry. <laughs> Maybe well, we you'll, you'll notice all those uh, subtle, subtle will, hints uh, the first time. Yes, you will. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, so here's a suggestion. If you're listening to the podcast and you want to kind of follow along with this, my suggestion is look at the title of the podcast. Watch the movie. Then listen to the podcast. Yep. There you go. Because we're always spoiling, mm-hmm. so don't yeah. don't let yourself get spoiled. Oh, uh, spoiler alert! Yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> that's about twenty no. minutes too late. <laughs> now that we're done talking about. It. <laughs> okay, uh, next up uh, next week uh, we're talking glory, glory, Denzel, Denzel, and uh, Matthew Broderick, Broderick. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah Inspector Gadget. Uh, isn't is Sidney Poitier in that? No. I don't know. Are you making or uh, no. What's who's the guy from Lethal Weapon? The Danny Glover. Oh, is, Danny. Danny Glover's in it, isn't uh, he? I can tell you in like four seconds. So we got Denzel. We got Matthew Broderick. Yes. We got Morgan Freeman. Oh God. We got Andre Brar. Okay. Carrie L L. What's his name? Carrie. Carrie Yules. Yeah, from Yules. Princess Bride. Yep, yep, yep. Princess yeah. Bride. Yep. Here are Yules. Oh, good names. I like Andre Brower. Yep. Oh, we got some. That's it. Those uh, are the big ones. Uh, those are the big ones. Yep. Okay. Okay. No Danny Glover. No Danny Glover. <laughs> Racist. You're thinking of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah uh, dude, Glory. It's not Morgan Freeman. Glory. Yet another movie Carlos has not seen. Fuck off. Um, brilliant <laughs> movie. Watch Chris it before Ryan. the next podcast. Yeah, there you go. Civil Watch War it. movie. Yeah, yeah, Civil War movie. Oh, good times, good times. Yep, that'll Glo- be next week. Who was that directed by? Glory. Yeah, it is. Anybody we know? Edward Zwick. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> okay. I have no idea. <laughs> well, good on you, Edward. <laughs> you made one good movie, apparently. <laughs> Movies. He made Last Samurai. Oh wait, the Tom Cruise one. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Blood Diamond, which you haven't seen yet. Yeah, we're going to watch that yeah. eventually. What city make? I'm curious. The Siege? Wait, uh... Denzel? Skulls? Denzel. Oh, Denzel's The Siege. No, you're thinking Under Siege. <laughs> Under Siege, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Navy Seals! Jack Reacher. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so he's done some stuff. Okay, very good. Look, right. A lot of Denzel. Courage Under Fire. <laughs> the hell? He's like Tim Burton with Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> when it works, it works. Right. Okay, uh, this is the Average Experts Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we are out.